The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Five proctologists recommend the ectoplasm show. It's science, bitches. <laughs> Sherman Williams don't have shit on this. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the ectoplasm show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, Playboy? I saw you wear a shirt. I uh, posted a picture of you wearing a shirt on our yeah. ectoplasm page. Absolutely. The It's Science Bitches shirt. Very wish, happy with it. I also I, I looks uh, great. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. I Fits do great. Some, I do kind of wish that just for your shirt, it had like a silhouette of my face behind the words. Yeah, I bet we could make something like that happen. Don't you? I mean, we, could, we could make something happen. Probably, yeah. I just want a big picture of your face. It just says like Doctor Feelgood on it. That's what that's what I want. Yeah, that's you all know I what? want. We don't all of the quotes on there. There's three different ones. Yeah, and they're all mine. Why don't we have a quote of yours on there, dude? Nobody wants to hear what I have to say anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't say that much. Uh, that's really uh, I don't know noteworthy. I guess I don't know if that's true. I mean, come on. You, I okay. So I said what? Like, what? What? What are some of the cool things that I've said? Uh, the proctology one. Okay, proctologist one. The the four out of five proctologist. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the rest of them you conveniently wanted to forget about, so you <laughs> didn't keep the recording. Of what? A, yeah, they didn't stick. Uh, they didn't stick to the tape. I don't know what to tell you, yeah. buddy. But magically, everything that you say does stick to the tape like you know sherwin williams doesn't have shit on this we don't have that shirt yet we don't um he did me from behind i completely forgot about that i know i actually i think i played it at the beginning of this uh this episode i'm pretty sure i did i think i plugged it in there a few of our oldies but goodies (laughs) oh my god a year or plus now whenever we used hashtag ask brian right Right, <laughs> and it's science bitches was at least a year ago now too. Oh yeah, originally. Oh yeah, good times, my friend. So what else? What other? Uh, uh, so everybody know you can go to our thread list is ectoplasmshow.threadlist.com. That's right. So how how was the rest of your stuff that came in? Like how how yeah. do you like it? It's so good. It's so good. So like right now, I actually and I'm I'm gonna hold this up so you can see it. Uh, but I do have the ectoplasm show notebook. Mm-hmm. Pretty sexy, not gonna lie. Really, really enjoy this thing. Um, the the coffee cup came in. Very excited about that as well. I've already put that to good use numerous times. And then of course I got the two shirts. The one that I posted, the in science or it's science bitches. 
uh, which I have not worn in public yet, but I do have a uh, I do have a show coming up this weekend. Yeah, uh, that I'll be playing some music and all that fun stuff. I am definitely gonna fucking wear that um, awesome. to the show. But then I also got that other one, uh, the I Want to Believe shirt. Yeah, holy hell! And I got that. Uh, I got the tri blend, the tri blend uh, fabric. That is mm-hmm. my absolute favorite type of shirt. Is that tri blend? Um, it's just, I don't know. It's soft, you know, it's soft and comfy. I enjoy it. So yeah, super. I was super impressed with how the shirts. Number one, how they came out. Number two, how they fit and how they feel. Um, pretty good shit, man. Pretty good shit. I think we got a good yeah, thing I going can- here. I'm damn like I got two I am, of them. I'm a and bitch. I want to get the rest of them as well. Like I am a bitch when it comes to clothes. I will be the first to admit this. Okay, like if jeans don't feel right, I will not buy them. Like it has mm-hmm. to be like soft type denim, like that tri blend type shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, I'm a bitch when it comes to clothes. Anybody that's ever been shopping with me can attest to this. Um, but yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I will say that. Yeah, I want to get the rest of them too. We got the. Ass hashtag ass Brian. You just said we ass. Have the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, it's, we have the uh, he did me from behind, which felt great and like a Fuck yeah. a teenager, like, not like a kid's rainbow eighties <laughs> logo. It's so good. It's so damn good. And uh, uh, the one I want to get next, I think, is going to be at least shirt wise, is going to be the ectoplasm show. In the Stranger Things logo, yes, dude, I'm definitely getting that, for sure. And I do, I do like the um, the hosted by aliens one. I've worn that quite a bit since I got it. Hell yes, buddy, it's good stuff. Oh, and the uh, my nieces, they loved our logo because I have a, a shirt with our full logo on there too. Right, and they kept calling Slimer a monster. <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was funny. That is good stuff. Good stuff. And guys, those of you that have already jumped on to the Threadless store and purchased uh, items and things like that, thank you so much for that. Uh, keep the pictures coming. Uh, we really like to see the pictures of people sporting the gear. So keep that fun stuff coming. If you want to uh, send us a text or whatever, it's 913-730-7255. Send uh send the pics to Dr. Field. I don't think we have anything new in there. I'll go check right now. I usually get a notification, so Yeah. I think everybody's been quite kind of quiet lately. Damn it. Uh Preston, the guy that we played the clip, mm-hmm. he did text us a little bit ago that oh, cool. he wants to talk to us some more because uh in his house. He's heard doors close and some other stuff going on in his house. Damn. In Iowa there. Damn. And I think that's it right now. It's crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. So what else is new, my friend? Um. So <laughs> I was reading something on there. Um, oh, I got you. So this thing that you're going to miss out on has turned into this big thing now. I know, dude. It's like a fucking thing. And I'm like, we're, uh, we're yeah. actually, so 
Sam Culper, who we've had on the show, who's on Breakers Podcast, right. Do It Doug Podcast. Him and I are running a thing here at, and by the time this show airs, hopefully it'll finally be officially announced by the pod, the Comic Con. That'd be great. Um, but we are <laughs> running that that room where we're showing your film as well as yeah. Todd Sheets' film. Uh, but the other thing, the thing that I'm talking about that's blowing up is this podcast meetup that him and I were good, we put together. Um, originally, we were just going to have the podcast meetup for Sofa King podcast, which right. I've mentioned quite a bit on the show, and it's actually my favorite show still. They, um, it's a great show, but two of them are actually flying out. Brad and uh, Brent are flying out yeah. to come to the meetup, and so we decide we've had a couple other people interested in just coming, but they had podcasts as well. So we've turned this into where we have the logos, and it's going to be a podcast meetup the at Big Rip and yeah. featuring Sofa King. But we got a lot of those shows going to be represented there as well. Absolutely. Um, we got us because I'll be there. Uh, Breakers because Sam Culper will be there. Yeah. Uh, Paranormal Frequencies, because David Glidden will be there. Hell yes. Uh, Just the Worst Podcast, there's a lady named Patty Larson, who we met through, or I'm, I'm talking about Sam and I, we met through the, um, the Sofa King group, and she's coming in from California nice. to hang out. And she has a podcast called Just the Worst Podcast. Uh, Brent Hand and Conspiracy Bot from Hysteria Fifty One. Did he really get there? Did he get C Bot to to agree to this? He's on the banner. He said Brent. Brent said that C Bot's driving. So fuck yeah, I like. So hopefully it. they make it. I like it. They'll make it. It'll be fine. Um, we have Changing Hearts and Minds, which is a veterans podcast. Uh, Jeff. Adamic, I think that's how you spell, pronounce his name. Okay. Adam Adamic. We just got him. Sam was just on his show and just announced today. We haven't really announced it yet because Sam spelled his name wrong in the announcement thing, <laughs> and he's working on fixing it. But huh. Sean Henniger from the Language of Romance, Fuck yes, will be there as well. So Fuck yes, we're already talking about next year just turning this into its own. Podcon. So the Dude, website is KC, uh, yeah, kcpodcon.com has all the information on there. Who will be there? There'll be a couple of other networks represented. Our network will be represented by yes. myself and Sean, and we'll have some uh, network gear there for Pod Bros. And there'll be another network called Blazing Caribou Studios that will be there as well. It's at Big Rip on seven at seven p.m. on February seventeenth. It's gonna be great. Be a great time. Yeah, it's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. And you, yeah, are I'll be missing. Be it. sitting at a wedding. No, 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 no. I don't sit at weddings, sir. You're I, be I standing play. at a wedding no, playing no, the rock no. star bit. Yeah, so I, not the wedding itself because that's no fuck that. That's for suckers. I I do the whatever the thing is, the party afterwards, the reception, I suppose. The reception. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, that's what I'm playing. Um, but, yeah, that's sadly, you know, where I'll be. But this has also been on the books now, just in my own defense, you know. This has been on the books now for, God, well over a year. So, so you know, 
sadly, I had to bow out of the uh, of the PodCon. So I do apologize. Yeah, well, we're we're gonna start this into a thing next year. So fuck yeah, dude! It's got to be. It'll a be a, a, an event in and of itself. It'll be great. It'll be great. Oh, you got anything cool in the news or what? I do have one story I pulled up while your computer was updating. Let me get back to it here. I haven't read it yet, but I brought it up because something did happen last week that was very quick in the news. And I only, I, I didn't really see it in the news. I only saw it pointed out in a few things. Okay. But here's a, a an article from today or yesterday. Massive crater mystifies in Mexico. Huh. The sudden appearance of a huge smoking hole on the side of a highway in Mexico left onlookers baffled and spawned some fantastic theories for its origin. The massive uh, chasm, which measures an astounding 26 feet across and 26 feet deep, dwarfed investigators near the city of Torino as they circled the puzzling pit. (laughs) That's pretty damn big. It's a big old smoking hole right there, bud. Mm -hmm. Big smoking hole. Yeah, I mean, that could swallow lots of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, Initial reports (laughs) on the find indicated that officials could not discern a cause for the crater, which led to speculation that had been caused by something out of this world. Two primary suggestions were that it was a UFO landing site. But that'd be (laughs) more like a fucking crash site, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, (laughs) or in a testament to what feels like a growing global panic the giant divot was from a meteor so i want to ask you because we were actually recording when this happened last week okay so when you we know were it wasn't recording us. last week on monday night at 9 p.m a meteorite crashed in michigan what and there's all these pictures it went across the sky it lit up the sky and there's all these pictures of this fireball on the ground and as far as I've seen, nobody was actually killed. Damn. But there are pictures of people standing in their street, looking off in the distance, and there's a streak of light and a fireball on the ground. Wow. So it was close enough to civilized population. Or popular, uh, I'm all... <laughs> I need to get wet my whistle. Yeah, but... you need... yeah. <laughs> wet my whistle. It was close to a populated area. Yeah, for sure, man. If people are that able to walk outside... That was while we were recording at 9 p.m. Wow. I have a friend who lives in Council Bluffs. Yes. 30 minutes from you, Sean. Sean, Shane. Yeah. Shane, yeah. I can't believe I said his name wrong. We were yes. just talking about yeah. language of bromance. Shane. Shane's good stuff. And... Shane Coffee. Yeah, Shane Coffee. Good shit. Right before that happened, at the same time, there was a rolling brownout that hit the area it also hit michigan and it hit a few areas in between and around the area where that thing came down what the fuck and um he also says that his son claimed that after they 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 didn't necessarily see the flash but after this happened they saw some black looking strange vehicles what? in the air flying what? out of the air force base out of there yeah i'm like it's towards, right there. off towards the east towards where the 
the thing would have crash landed. What? The, not the crash fuck? landed, but the meteorite hit. Right. What the this fuck? This was going on while we were recording. Did you notice any power failure or anything while we were recording? I figured, I feel no. like you would have said something. I would have definitely said something. You would have heard me over here cussing my ass off. Um, now, I will suggest also, if we if we experience any type of glitch or anything like that in, in power, you and I would have been cut off instantaneously. Well, yeah, he said it wasn't like a blackout. It was a brownout where everything just dimmed so down just for dims, a second and, and then it, went back up. I didn't notice anything like that over here, but I'm I'm probably 40 minutes-ish away from where he is. So maybe that was just far enough. Maybe, but he's also... Wow. I mean, he would be the, about the same distance away from whatever this thing was when it came down, or where Look. it came down, because it was in Michigan, which is far away. It's not like right. it's close, but... Right. If it if this thing affected them, it should have affected you as well. Yeah, it should have. But here I am in my hole. Um, like the only thing that I have really is you know light or anything like that is a little lamp over here. Um. So yeah, there's just there's, so him and I were talking about this last week after this happened, and I had no idea till he mentioned it. He called me the next day to talk to me about it. That's so cool though. Um. And. Damn, I didn't hear there was I didn't hear a thing about this. So there's some other weird stuff too that I've been seeing that may correspond or correlate with this thing. Yeah. And now we have another one that could be in Mexico. Oh shit. Um so we talked about on the last episode, we talked about that SpaceX launch. Yes. And and the fact that it could have possibly crashed and nobody was fessing up to it yes yeah we also have now something in russia a a missile launch that they claimed they lost or a satellite launch that they claimed they lost or somebody uh, uh, the same kind of incident in russia apparently they said one of their they rockets. said it crashed is that correct well, i don't remember which one it was it was okay. either they said it was successful and it actually crashed, or it was successful and they said it crashed. Interesting. I don't have that detail in front of me. I just thought of it when because I was kind of at that time I was putting all this stuff together, and um, now this thing in Mexico though you said it's twenty six feet wide. Yeah, I mean it's actually for a meteorite. It's relatively well meteorite. It's not small. Right, but still. Uh, the, the hole is that size. So the the one that came down in Michigan was going 28,000 miles an hour. My fucking Which God. is relatively slow for a meteorite. That's still just almost impossible to imagine. So something that I mean, going that fast, it doesn't matter how small right. it is. I mean, obviously it does. It matters how big the thing will be, but it's going to do some good. Oh, it's going to do some. Yeah, it's going to do some damage. Even if it's the size of, like, say, a tennis ball. Wow. By the time it hits. But I've also been seeing some other stuff. Like what? About this, um, the missile uh, threat alert thing in Hawaii. Yeah, dude. You know, the there was the mistake of 40 minutes. People were freaking out before there was Can a correction. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine no, I, I I can't imagine, but I have two brother in laws that live there. What what the hell? Were they freaking? They, there was nothing they could do. I know, but I mean, what do you do? 
Like, uh, yeah, there's nothing you could do, but how do you respond to that? Like, how the fuck do you process that? You know, in their eyes right then and there, they are facing their own mortality. You want to hear a fun little fact about that? When that shit went down, I think uh, Pornhub... I posted about this. Did in the you really? King group actually. Okay. Because yeah. they had a whole graphic. Yeah. Of how it dropped out to nothing, but to as like soon nothing. as it showed that it was fake, skyrocketed eight hundred percent. Eight hundred percent. It spiked. Pornhub. Like you gotta relieve, relieve that tension, I guess. Shit, man. You got it. You would think you'd be like, yeah. Thought I was going to die, still kicking, going to go rub one out, apparently. Like, my God. It's ridiculous. Um, so so I, I've been seeing these hints and things about... So the people that... Obviously, there's a big military presence in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, for sure. With uh, Pearl Harbor and yeah. all that. and There's rumblings coming out of there... That there's that the people on base and the people in the know didn't even know that it was fake. Wow. And that especially wow. the people obviously that were off whatever the term is where you're, where you're off duty. Okay. Um but there's all kinds of other stuff about how it would have taken them five minutes to send out a correction. Not even that. It took them forty minutes to get out of correction. Why? Which is making, but why so goddamn that it long? Wasn't right. So why? Why? Maybe it was a false alarm, but they feel that they were actually something happened, or there was a not necessarily a glitch in the system, the alert system, but some glitch somewhere that told people that there was something coming in. That was in control. That put out that alert, and then they said, th- then they realized there was a glitch, and that's when they corrected it. Maybe. But from from a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing and hearing from people, that there was something that happened that caused that to happen, and it wasn't just a mistype or a glitch in putting out that alert. Wow. And the really weird thing is, and this is something that I haven't seen in any other news source except for a couple international things yeah a few days after this one in hawaii japan had the exact same mistaken alert what sent out to its pu- fuck? to its citizens seriously seriously what the fuck man okay. i mean it wasn't the the exact same alert but it was a ballistic a missile uh, a ballistic a ballistic missile alert Sent to the phones of the citizens of Japan. What the fuck? This is having the... Wow. So the conspiracy people out there, a lot of them are tying this stuff with the meteorite crash and that, in their minds, their theory is that... The meteorite crash is just the beginning that they know something and maybe there's more of them on the way. (sighs) Is the theory 
of the conspiracy theorists, a lot of them. Right. But here's another possible one in Mexico, and they come down all the time. Honestly, they do come down all the time. Yeah. But you never know. But, like, the thing in Mexico, is there anything else that would suggest meteorite? You know? Um, Well, see, this is just... They said this is... It was smoking, correct? Like, there was smoke billowing out of it. It does say that... um, Although the rather uniform shape of the hole does inspire one to imagine a proverbial ball of some kind smacking the planet, one would assume that the impact big enough to make such a crater would not have gone unnoticed. Fortunately, it seems that the mystery may have already been solved as the media outlet in Torino indicates that the smoke emanating from the hole was determined to have some or come from burning tires. That doesn't make any sense. No. It, it says that the hole may have been used as a garbage dump, burning trash in there. But if they nobody noticed it before, yeah, who dug that the fucking hole? It's twenty six feet deep. It's also twenty six feet wide. Like who dug that fucking hole? Yeah, I don't know. That's fucked up. I don't know if I. Uh, I don't know if I buy that, brother. I don't know. It's weird. So, speaking of aliens and all this bullshit, uh, there's a new study that reveals exactly how humans would probably respond if we did find aliens or if they found us or whatever. Um, now, obviously, I mean, you you know my opinion <laughs> on this, um, but it says a group of Arizona State University researchers have found that people might not react as thought. They wouldn't be frightened by the discovery of aliens. Instead, they might be positive about the whole thing. Now, the results seem to suggest that people have no reason to be frightened, right? Now, I think the majority of people would be frightened. Fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. Okay, so here's this. Um, In the paper published, it was said that... uh, People thought that the others would have a positive reaction to the discovery of alien microbial life. Now, during the second half of the study, 256 people were then handed an article suggesting that alien life had already been discovered, while 249 were then handed an article relating to synthetic life having been created in a lab, right? Uh, now, it says, in general, people were positive about about the announcements of alien life and then looked at a potential reward instead of uh, a potential risk involved with that. Now, the researcher said that perhaps news about aliens uh, existing gives people comfort, uh, maybe that they're not necessarily alone in the universe. Uh, on the whole, though, it does look as though people would be able to deal with with detection of extraterrestrial life better than what we had previously thought. Like, by we, I mean me. <laughs> it still fucking terrifies me. I don't give a shit what kind of a study uh, you you talk to the wrong people, in my opinion. That's my opinion. There, I said it. <laughs> but yeah, nothing to fear. The majority of people, nothing to fear. Yeah, I mean, of course, 
we know being in this field that in the 70s it was all the rage 70s and 80s they're still out there today i I think it gets it's getting less and less even since when i've started paying attention like in the 90s but there is a good number of people in the field that think aliens are all just peaceful and loving and just here to help us which there may be races that that's true if they are here possibly i would think that there's probably there could be millions of different races in the universe and even if a small percentage was still was here that small percentage probably has a diversity to it so there would be some like us that are dicks and assholes and just bent on hurting and taking over stuff for their own good right so yeah i don't I think we would have reason to be concerned. I mean, I know that the government's concerned about it, whether they want to admit to it or not. They better be concerned about it. I mean, I I know it's not the pressing issue, but it's kind of a pressing issue because if they ever do show up, we better fucking be prepared for it. That's my point, man. Like, no matter what. I know that we there's no way that we could know an effective weapon against them, possibly, because maybe their life, you know, what their chemical makeup or whatever they are may be completely different, and nothing we have here on the planet may hurt them. Right. But it still would, at the very least, be best to try and find a way to protect our planet. Fuck yeah, dude. That'd be great. And I know that we waste so much money in this country alone or around the world or whatnot. And there's, there's all kinds of worthy causes out there that around this world of spending money on like, you know, poor countries helping what, what, whatever, but none of that will matter. It's the same as if we're all at war. Yeah. None of that will matter if they come here. Exactly. It won't matter anymore. I mean, it's just a Hollywood flick, but, independence day was right in that like yeah those those guys were definitely coming here to kill everybody and that may not be the case but we had absolutely no defense it took um the theory of using one of their spaceships that had already came here flying it to the mothership and putting a virus in there that we don't even know how the operating system might have (laughs) worked right right to fend them off so we probably won't have a chance against them. Even if they're the stupid aliens and they had the technology to get here, we probably won't stand a chance against them. And we may not if we spend all of our money on doing, on protecting the planet, but I don't, we're not doing anything publicly at the least. could be like the aliens off of signs and all it takes is just like a, a glass of water. And they're like, Al, stop it. And then just leave. could be like that. It could be, but it probably won't be, unless they're the stupid aliens that well, I was talking about. I would suggest if water hurts them and they come to a planet such as ours where water is so goddamn prevalent, I would not classify them as that intelligent. Just gonna they never gave the aliens a motivation in that movie. Not at as all. As to why they not... were here, they were just killing. Yep, exactly. Yep, none at all. Yep, they just came here and started fucking stuff up. Blowing the shit out of everything. That's what I'm afraid of. It's stuff like that, man. No motive whatsoever or none that we can actually, you know, be privy to. They just show up. 
people are like, oh, look, it's the aliens, and then kabam. Like, so, shit. I mean, on in, in our solar system, we're the only planet that we know of that has organic life on it. True. There may be some moons. There's some ice caps on some other planets that probably hold water and some other minerals. Right. But I would say that the one thing that we have that we know of that we are pretty sure, other than some maybe some deep sea on some moon out there, we're the only ones with like organic life. So yeah. But I would I would guess that other solar systems around the world or around not around the world around the galaxy, even if they don't have life in them, they probably have very similar makeup of their planets but they may not have organic material right so my it's not my theory i mean it's a theory that's out there but it's not a talked a lot about theory is that they would come here for the organic matter including us because that Uh. could be something that they need and that's something our planet actually has that maybe not be may not be as abundant out there i really don't like entertaining that thought either (laughs) i mean that's one thing in our solar system it seems is very rare so water is rare yeah but it's not impossible that it is we do know that it's on other planets and there's all kinds of other chemicals and other resources on other planets but one thing that we do have is organic living material so would you suggest then, because we know like people uh, claim to be abducted, you know, um, things of that nature. And while they're abducted during these um, experiences, if you will, um, they are claiming that they are basically a, a test subject of some sort. Right. They're they're being probed and, and things of that nature, um, different tissue samples here. Uh, implants there i mean things of that nature um and then they're just like put back do you think that might have something to do with the fact that again with the organic material that we do have here uh is that something that they're collecting analyzing and then maybe potentially one day going to then what i would consider harvest i that's possibility i don't see how that's any less possible than other things i mean so they could be it could be something that they need our specific organic system to grow. Maybe we're mm-hmm. I mean if you're if you're entertaining that theory or anybody out there if anybody out there's entertaining that theory they have to be entertaining the fact that maybe we were created for that purpose in the first place. Maybe but then I think about, okay, so here's here's my biggest problem with that. If I'm a, let's just say I'm a hypothetical farmer, okay? I'm a farmer. And I grow uh, a series of crops. The first, you know, X amount of seasons worth of crops, I'm not just going to let them grow um, and then die. You, you want your, you want to harvest, Right now, think of all the people that are already here that have already passed away, um, you know. So I I don't see the point in just letting human life continue on, continue on, continue on, uh, if if we're only going to then collect a select few. 
Well, it could be a material that we don't even know is within us that collectively gets more and more that's prevalent m- in the population as the population goes along. Or maybe I something mean, that's is, within our DNA strand that is evolving. Well, there's that too, but I mean, it could be so with radioactivity specifically and there is so if like a frog eats a tad uh, eats a minnow the minnow's been contaminated it goes into the frog the frog becomes contaminated the more fish he eats the more contaminated he eats those frogs eat the fish but the the animal that eats the frog gets even more contamination it compounds itself sure as it moves up and as it moves along. And yeah. it could be something that we don't even know how to detect that when we die, we go into the soil, but what had been grown in our what, body what, yep. is spread out through the planet and then gets put into the water system or the air somehow. And it gets reabsorbed by the new bodies and it's just being compacted. What the fuck was that? You heard that shit too? Yeah. I don't know what that was. That sounded like a raspberry almost. Yeah, it kind of did, right? <laughs> that was funny. weird. That was me giving Coop thick a little raspberry on his on his belly. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything. It could be... What was that? That was me giving you a oh, raspberry okay. on your belly. Just like that. But yeah, I mean, it could be something that we don't even know about. It could be evolution of something. It could be... Now think about that. Think about think about how much the human speed. Like we're going on a fucking tangent here, and I don't even care. Well, and I, I'm even. We're even uh, just assuming that it has to do with us. It could have to do with this planet, and we we're just here, right? For now, something. Look at look that at how prevalent us. Yeah, I, and I'll give you that too. That's true. I'm just saying, look at the human uh, species right now. As it's evolved just over the past, like, fucking four or five decades, okay? Not very long in the grand scheme of things at all. Um, Look at all of this shit. Like, when I was growing up, I specifically remember this, okay? When I was growing up, everybody in my class sat in the same section of the lunchroom uh, together, especially during elementary school, right? Everybody's, you're shoved in this room. And herd it in like cattle. You get your food, you sit, you eat, you whatever. I don't remember a lot of friends, or anybody for that matter, having the allergies that I see today. Now, I worked in a school system for eight years. Um, there are so many children out there now that are, are, are allergic to, to peanuts or, or you know eggs, uh, different things like that. Uh, that I just don't remember people being allergic to in in when I was that age, when I was that same age. Do you have the same recollection, or, or am I yeah, completely off Yeah, this is actually here? something that I talk about with a couple of my friends often, and it's not that there wasn't allergies to things. Well, I'm sure there were. I just uh, don't remember being so goddamn it prevalent. Definitely wasn't as big of a scare as it is now. Right, it I seems like of, a lot. But of there's kids also are. other things like so. There's lots of different arguments, and you can feel either way. And I, I don't want to get people all butt hurt, but um, 
with the autism spectrum. I was going to bring it up too. I was going to bring yep. spectrum yes. and all that stuff. Absolutely. Yes, there was all kinds of people that probably were on that, and maybe it wasn't diagnosed then. Correct. Who knows? Well, you look at the but autism there does spectrum seem a higher now. Higher yeah. rate. Oh yeah, for now sure, for than sure. There ever has been. And you look at the autism spectrum now, and it is very like it is very wide. You know, it's you know it. it it encompasses, you know, people with what what's called like Asperger's. Well, and you actually of that. worked with a I, lot of kids that needed for about four years of my of life. Yeah, for about four yeah. years, I worked specifically with uh, autism. Uh, you know, people with autism, or at least on the spectrum. Um, it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating work and fulfilling. You know, it was amazing. Um, one of the easiest fucking other jobs than I've a ever few handed. bad apples. Well, <laughs> we won't get into that, but yeah, I mean, there was a few times, whatever, but yeah, so like one of the easiest jobs I've ever had in my entire life, but you, you know, you do bring up a good point, you know, that now lately, I mean, my God, they're, they're saying now that like, I, I believe, and I could be wrong guys, but I do believe it's very close to one in 100, uh, kids are affected in some way by this or born on the spectrum basically and that's that's fucking striking that is shocking uh to hear that you especially when you think of how many people are born in a day you know it's it's fucking crazy stuff to think about honestly so you know getting back to that is that or would that have something to do with um our own I don't know our own evolution as a human species. Is that well, we something that they're looking a, a little closer at? Sh- we don't necessarily talk about it a lot on the show, but everybody discusses it from time to time. That's in this field: the fact that kids are very more, are very, are a lot more susceptible to paranormal activity, yeah. or seems to be, anyways. And I have a lot of theories Maybe as to they why could that see is. Stuff. Sure, huh? and I have a lot of you know theories as to why that could be. You know, as yeah. we all do. Yeah. But it could be a possibility that it's even some of that stuff that people are trying to suppress. And I know that they've always been trying to suppress it. Sure. But who knows if that has something to do with it. I mean, I know that there's very legitimate uses for a lot of the medications that are out there for children. But it does seem to me that they just slap kids on medications really super young while they're still growing. And who knows what the long-term effect is that a lot of that, especially the new shit's going to be right. Right. And now trust me, like that happens quite often. Okay. Now again, I'm not stepping on anybody's toes. I'm not saying, Oh, you shouldn't put your kids on this or you shouldn't do that to your kids or whatever. I'm not the parent. Okay. I, I parent my own fucking children. You guys do as you see fit. I'm just saying it does happen more and more often now that kids are put on uh, some kind of a a regimen of pills. This happens quite often. Well, it's happening a lot younger too. Absolutely. I, when I was, when I was a kid, they diagnosed me with ADD and it was more because I just wasn't paying attention in the class because Honestly, you're fucking bored. It bored me because I, yeah. I have a very high IQ and I don't go around 
thinking I'm smarter than everybody, and I don't think I'm smarter than everybody, but in school, there are people that learn differently, and I learned differently than everybody else there. I picked up on anything super fast, and I didn't need the same teaching ways that the teacher was doing for everybody. So I just kind of, I was a good student. Yeah, but you I checked got great out. grades yeah, for the most you, part. Yeah, but because I don't even remember now. But I mean, it was middle school. I think they started putting me on pills, and then I stopped taking them on my own. But now uh, they stick kids in first grade on pills and stuff. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. But again, and yeah, like you said, like I, I've gone through it with my own kid. We've talked about it, but we've never done it. Yeah, we've had people talk to us about it at school. It is brought up often, right? But not necessarily in my life. It's been brought up a few times, where I can see that it's probably brought up very often with a lot of people. Because I actually have a kid that does great in school and yeah, has always done great and has never had those kind of quote unquote problems. But sure, yeah. Not really, anyways. But it was brought up for her when she really wasn't didn't have anything. I'm sure it's brought up a lot. Yeah, for but sure. it doesn't necessarily need to be. Yeah, I would agree. I'm biased on this. I am very actually very biased on this because <laughs> because of my history and my family right. history, actually. Sure. And some people in my family who are actually very looked down upon in the psychiatric community. And it affected me to the point where I wouldn't take a pill for until I was like 25. From the time I was like 16 until I was 25, Said, Fuck I that. wouldn't even take a Tylenol because yep. I felt that they were just medicating me to the point of I didn't even want to take a Tylenol. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very biased on this. But very- I do think that there are helpful things out there. But I think... Honestly, in my personal experience, and I'm sure this happens for a lot of people, it's just an easier thing to do. It was looked upon that way. I could see that. I could see that. Sure. Absolutely. What the All right. Well, when we come back from the break, I'm going to go get another beer, and we'll get a little less serious with the uh, yeah, reptilian-fearing yeah. man shoots a UFO-shaped church in Michigan. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, we'll be right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team, or find a team to join, watch listen and comment on evidence uploaded by other users join today and support paranormal unity it's free visit paranormalwarehouse.com to join be sure to like us on facebook and follow us on twitter we're waiting for you waiting for you life is a mystery confusion is all around us The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. 
Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. I gotta say, after a long night fighting crime, there's only one thing to do. Listen to Geek Yogurt. It's got all the factual information you need about serious heroes like me, your friendly neighborhood spider knight. Listen to us. We're on iTunes. We're on some other sites. We're on Facebook. Forward slash, backslash, it doesn't matter, justice slash, geek yogurt. We're also on Twitter, yogurt podcast. Do it. Alfred will be pleased. All right, welcome back, everybody. Round two, Ectoplasm Show. <sighs> All right, pal. Hit me, uh, hit me with the news. Reptilian fearing man shoots at UFO shaped church in Michigan. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the picture here. Oh, does it show the, the guy? Only likeness. No, it's of the church. Okay, okay. The only likeness between it and a UFO is that it has a dome aspect to it really yeah that's it so i wonder if that uh that had anything to do with it i wonder if he was all like it looks like it might be a jewish church too so let me like a synagogue okay well it has a cross on it okay let me just read the story authorities in michigan arrested a man after he allegedly shot out a window at a church because he believed that it was an alien spaceship damn the bizarre incident occurred yesterday morning at the Zion Church in the city of Troy and would have likely been chalked up as an unsettling case of vandalism had things not taken a turn for the strange. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, after police investigated the broken window and returned to the station, they received a phone call from a proverbial person of interest claiming to be behind the shooting. Oh, fessed up to it, huh? Quote, he was talking very strangely about the Zion Church as an alien spaceship for reptiles. Oh, so they don't know who the hell the guy is. Oh, shit. They never caught him? Wait, wait. I don't know. Unfortunately for the aspiring member of the reptilian resistance, the cops weren't quite sold on his story as Redmond mused that he listened for about 30 seconds and that was the end of that. Wow. They, however, were able to. They were, however, able to trace the cell, and promptly took the person into custody. So they have the yeah, they the got. guy, but they didn't say who he was. Damn. Uh, he's going for mental health evaluation since since his reptilian based reasoning for the shooting rightfully struck them as rather troubling. So this is out of De- Fox News, Detroit. Detroit. So yeah, it's it does have a cross on it, so it's not a Jewish church. I just saw the word Zion, so I right. thought that was it. But interesting, very interesting. So well, yeah, at least so it, it, it didn't even necessarily have to do with anything to do with the church. He said the building looked like a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I could see it, but there's a lot of buildings that could look as like like something like a spaceship. Sure. 
There's a really cool building in Des Moines, Iowa that looks just like R2-D2. I, oh, yeah. I I don't know why I yeah it's just the the dome part of it and it's it yeah and it's blue like yeah it just looks like R two D two in my opinion West Des Moines you got to check that <clears throat> shit out so apparently scientists say that you should go here if the zombie apocalypse happens um <laughs> this is amazing to me amazing. Uh, it says, according to Alex Alamy, a graduate student who worked on the interesting research project, the worst place for somebody to be in the event of a zombie eruption would be a big city like New York or Atlanta. He said that those population centers which held up the best were in regions with few people and difficult terrain conditions such as the Rocky Mountains. So that's apparently where we're uh, being instructed to go just in case of the zombie apocalypse. Now, Alamy so says this that guy, uh, this isn't some big new idea. This is uh, just basic right. survival. But he did a he research project. Zombies. Yeah, exactly. Now, Alamy says that the new that New York, the city of New York, would probably fall within a day. But then people, most likely, right? But then people obviously living in upstate New York where the population is more spread out would probably have a month or so uh, to then prepare. Around 28 days after the initial outbreak, Alamy said that the busiest cities would become safer and the disease would spread to the outlying areas, which would correspondingly become more dangerous. Now, here's where it gets fascinating because I didn't realize this actually existed. But apparently the CDC, okay, the Center of Disease Control, has a zombie preparedness webpage. Did you fucking know this? Yes, absolutely. They, we actually, in Kansas City, we have a zombie preparedness month. And they have it all <laughs> over the place. They have it in a lot yeah. of different places. And all it is is to get people's attention. It's a marketing campaign. I, I, I think this is absolutely fascinating. But, yeah, the CDC has a zombie preparedness webpage. For this precise purpose, it also appears that doctors themselves love this kind of, of simulation, or at least the the idea of entertaining this. You know, now when the results of the theoretical experiment were pre- presented uh, to the America Physical Society March meeting on the fifth of March in 2015, it was so popular that it was standing room only. That's pretty impressive. Like, come on in here, we're going to talk about zombies shit like that badass stuff my friend i i just i don't know i never see a zombie apocalypse actually happening sadly i don't see it happening. no it's more likely it's much more likely that there'll be some kind of viral or flu oh, outbreak yeah. which a zombie would most likely be from um but yeah, just watch yeah, uh the, i mean watch the resident evil series you know what i'm saying like it's the same type of shit just an airborne type disease, fuck some shit up. People croak, become zombies. That's what happens. That's what happens. There are stuff. examples of zombie-like behavior in nature. I, I forget what it was. I saw something similar to that. The fuck was it? It was like a bug. Yeah, an ant. So the, that's there's it. This, 
bug. Well, there's this. Well, it's an ant that has a. It's a parasite that eats away its brain. Its and brain he, and actually guides the body to higher ground. Yeah, it's and amazing. Clamps on to a plant so that it can actually die up there, and then it's something that has to do with spreading it further. It is amazing to me that that shit could actually happen. Just amazing. They just get in there and control a body. Take control over a body and have it do whatever the fuck they want it to do. It's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. I got one more story we can end the show on. Yeah, hit me. It's actually kind of a nice story. Did you say sexual? No, I said it's kind of a nice story. I heard sex in there somewhere. Well, I mean, with this story, if you involve sex, it would be bestiality. Goodness. But goodness. So you have a dog. Uh, yeah, I have a, a Shih Tzu, which is like, it's like Did half a dog. you say that you are a dog lover? Yeah, I like dogs more than anything. I would say that. More than any pet. More than any other pet, correct. How would you actually like to communicate with your dog Ooh. on an intelligent level? I would uh, I would be all about this if it if it meant that I got to step inside of his little head for a second. That'd be sweet. Scientists say dog to human translators are just a few years away. What? So this goes from Mysterious Universe. Nice. Uh, many of the burning questions of animal research have centered around animal languages and communications. For some reason, linguists neuroscientists and zoologists just really really want to be able to talk to animals is such a thing possible do any forms of animal communications actually follow lexical or patterns like human languages do some of the great apes have been able to learn basic sign language and dogs do actually seem to be able to respond to certain simple verbal commands still achieving true human animal communication is still the stuff of scientists dreams Give that to Thanks you. to an amazing development in brain scanning capabilities, however, we may not be as far away from talking to animals as we think. According to one leading animal communication researcher, we might only be decades or a de- one decade, a decade away from real dog to human translation. Damn, man. Northern Arizona University biologist Dr. Khan. Slobodchikov has spent his career studying animal communication. In a recent interview with NBC, Slobodchikov outlines how his company, Zoolingua, is already developing artificial intelligence networks are being trained to recognize animal vocalizations and body language and attempt to create animal-to-human translators. Uh, the system will rely on human trainers to teach the AI what different animal sounds or body movement means. So wait. Yeah, so now, yeah, because now there's the human element involved here. Uh, yeah, so it says, but Slobakov is confident the technology will, oh, that's what we can do now. Oh, it's okay, I see. The technology will soon be able to interpret these signs on their own. Yeah. Given the AI systems are already capable of literally seeing human thoughts simply by reading brain scans, it's likely not long before animal 
Bart's thoughts can be interpreted and translated to human languages. Interesting, man. Do we really want to know? I would love to know. What the dogs are thinking. Like, what is a dog thinking when he just sits there and licks his sack for like five solid minutes? <laughs> well, I mean, I would love to know. Inquiring minds want to know. I think this is very important as far as technology goes. It's very important. We need to make this shit happen. You know, if this can happen and we're still doing Ecto then, we could actually start having animals on the show. If we find Bigfoot, we'd be able to communicate with him. You know how many or dogs? Or... Yeah, you know how many dogs we could have on the show that probably claim to have seen Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. And all it really is is just a hairy guy? <laughs> could be. Just that much bigger. Just saying. It's all about perspective, man. Crazy. Crazy stuff. All right, man. Do you have anything else for us? Um, I think that's the sh- good enough. Yeah? All right. Well, I tell you what. Again, I'm going to throw the number out there. If you guys want to reach out to us, please do so. 913-730-7255. That's the Ectoplasm Show phone number. Goes straight to the good doctor. Dr. Feelgood. It does go to my phone. That's right. So, yeah, if you guys want to go check out podbros.com, our network, we missed out on him last week because I had to reschedule, actually. But he will be on the 29th or the 30th is when it'll actually air. So he's coming up. Hell yes. Go to kcpodcon.com to check out that and make it out to Big Rip with me at least and have a beer <laughs> I'll be there in spirit okay you have to have we, at least should, like three you should get a full size cutout I'll just stick you in the corner please god can we do that I don't even want to know. You're going to be here the day before. I'll be there the day before. I just don't even want to know like the nasty things a conspiracy bot would do to that cutout. Yeah. Oh, there'll be video. It could be pretty epic. Well, actually, uh, Sofa King will probably be streaming the, the meetup live. Nice. Just like not where you can necessarily interact, but it'll just be a live camera in the room on their page. Yeah. I, they said they were going to do that already, so. It'll be fun. Bart may be there, actually. You hear it again? He, yeah, it almost sounded like feedback. A little bit. I don't it's, know. That, that, no, if it wasn't feedback of my voice, it sounded like something saying something. Yeah. It sounded like a, a couple of words. Guys, listen closely to those couple clips there. I don't know. That's weird. Fucking weird. Yeah, we may we may be broadcasting it on our page or Bart's page or something too. Nice. So just go to our Facebook or all of our other social media and keep up. We go to our website. I've updated it now, so um, all our stuff is on there. And hell yeah, all the links to all the stuff we've talked about or anything you're looking for is on that. That's ectoplasmshow.com. Everything's there. What's up? Shit, yeah, dude. All right. Well, I tell you what, peeps. I hope you have a good rest of your day, rest of your night, rest of your week. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out.